Inside Miami Tech is available to listen on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Hey, it's Coral, and welcome to Inside Miami Tech, the podcast where we tell the stories and expertise of leaders inside the Miami Tech ecosystem. Today, we're joined by Lori Fortune, a two-times Fortune 500 intern and Fortune 200 intern and current president of Google Student Developer Club here at FIU. Hello, Lori. Hi, Coral. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Honestly. Thank you for having me. Uh, no, thank you for coming. I actually, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to interview you is just that I, I love how like empathetic you are towards people and stuff like that. And that's sort of the, the topic that we have to, um, of the day is like how to lead with empathy. I want to know why, like your story, where, where are you from, where'd you grew up and how did you get into technology? I love telling this story. Ooh. So um, let's start from... Where I grew up. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Apopka, Florida, which mm -hmm. is like a small town, which is like 30 minutes out from Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, I just tell people I'm from Orlando because that's easier. And they're like, Disney. I decided towards the end of my senior year to come to Miami. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of like on a whim because we were in quarantine and I was like, I cannot be home anymore for college. I'm going to Miami. Um, I started out as a health service administration major because in high school I studied, um, I did medical magnet. Ooh. I'm pretty sure a lot of, they have that at a lot of schools. I did medical magnet, so I was like, naturally I'm gonna major in medicine. Realized I didn't really like it because it was mm -hmm. kind of like, if I'm starting over, like why not try something completely new? Mm -hmm. So I was in English class one day and I was with a friend of mine and I was, um, back then it was really easy to change your major. Mm. You just had to fill out a form and I was like, what if I did IT? Like, mm -hmm. I, it was kind of for funsies. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I didn't like it, like I'm not that deep into my course load, I can always change it back. Mm -hmm. So I switched to IT and I ended up liking it cause I was like, I learned, I started learning about like, um, programming in the different parts of IT because I thought it was just coding. Mm -hmm. So I um, got involved with like clubs and I ended up liking it. Mm -hmm. And I met other people in the major. And yeah, that's how I ended up in tech. My parents are Haitian. Your parents are Haitian. You grew yeah. up in Orlando. So I chose Miami because it was diverse. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in like a majority white area. Oh. And I was most, a lot of times I was like the only like one of two black kids or black girls in like my classrooms or like my mm -hmm. sports. So like I wanted to go to an area where there were other people of color. So that's why I chose Miami. And so you you were in your school and then you just applied to FIU and you came here. Yeah. How did you rise to become a leader of um, GDSC? That is a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it all started, um, I had a friend mm -hmm. And this friend really, like, motivated me to, like, get um, involved with, like, the school, like, on campus mm -hmm. and whatnot. So one day, we decided to go to a resume tailoring event at the engineering campus. Mm -hmm. And um, at this event, you just had to sign in, and there were different companies mm -hmm. that um, would, like, take your resume and review it. And I got lucky. And I got sat with Google. And I was Ooh. like, oh, my God. Like, Google. Like, I wasn't thinking much of it. Um, a part of me was like intimidated because it's like it's Google like everyone wants uh, to work for Google yeah. yeah so like I was I had no technical experience like I my resume had like a business internship mm -hmm. like and like I didn't have much experience in like tech so I was kind of expecting like at first I was like nervous and intimidated but I was kind of like it's a resume tailoring event like yeah. what's the worst that could happen like I'm yeah. here for feedback like come on now um so I sat with I remember can I say their names I mean, yeah. So I sat with um, 
two Googlers, Arely and Joelle, and they were like, their vibes were like amazing. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a vibe person. Like yeah. I love, like I just like, I feel like you can like sense people's aura and like people's vibe and they just had such like chill vibes and really had the prettiest earrings I've ever seen in my life. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to compliment them. So then um, I complimented her earrings and then we started like talking and then we both found out that we we're both first gen and we like actually had a lot in common. Wow. And we were like talking while like um, Joel was like critiquing my resume. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my resume was so bad. Like there were scribbles <laughs> all over the paper. <laughs> And, like, naturally someone would be like, oh, oh, like, the more he was scribbling, I was like, dang, like, oh, oh like, she's going ham. What did I do he now? He was not holding back. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> it was quite humbling. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But um, at the end of our conversation, when it was time for me to go, Early was like, you should come to dinner with us. And I was like, what? Me? <laughs> Little Lil V? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like so fl- I was like that is so nice like what so um she invited me to a dinner mm-hmm. and um I thought it was just gonna be like just like us like just like a casual dinner but there was like this form mm-hmm. and then um long story short it was like the next no it was like a few days later it was a there was a dinner and I didn't know that this dinner was full of like leadership, like all the FIU leadership, like mm. all the major clubs mm. and everything. And like, I'm a pretty outgoing person. Like if I'm somewhere and I don't know anyone, like I'm gonna st- I'm gonna find someone to have a conversation with. Like yeah. I, I'm not really afraid to like go up to people and talk. So like, as I'm talking to people, they're like, who are you with? And I'm like, Ooh. I literally straight up was like, I'm just chill. Like I'm just a real <laughs> chill person. Like, I'm just real cool. Like that. you didn't have a title at the time. I did not have a title. <laughs> and like initially, the first time I was asked, I was like, Is everyone else here like a president or something? Because like they talk yeah. and they're like, Oh, I'm president of chef. I'm president of this. I'm president of that. I'm the like it was just they had titles. I was like, yeah. I'm just a girl. Like I'm just a girl, just a girl in, in the, the world. world. <laughs> I was literally like, I'm just a girl. Like I'm just here. Like I was having a blast and put me in a room with good food like I you can keep me in there for hours like that's bliss for me so like I'm like talking to everyone and I'm sitting next to these two really cool guys Mm -hmm. and I'm like we're like making small talk and Mm -hmm. come to find out that they were the president and vice president of GDSC at the time Mm -hmm. and I was like whoa Whoa. because I wanted to join Google I was like I wanted to join GDSC but I hadn't gone to one I think actually no Mm -hmm. I went to a meeting before that. The mm-hmm. timelines are all jumbled up because it's been such a long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I went to the first general body meeting and I was like, oh my God, like I want to be in Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was like luck. I don't know what it was. But like, we were literally just talking like as friends. Like they were like real chill and they're like, you should join um, our team. Mm-hmm. So I started in outreach and then I went to management lead. And then that was fall 2022. Mm-hmm. End of fall 2022 came around and Elections came up, and I ran for president, and I won. Wow. And that's how I became president of Google. Of Google's yeah. student developer yeah. clubs. That's awesome. Yeah. I think a, 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 the main topic that I want to hit today is sort of how to lead with empathy and how to get opportunities for the things that you want without being so robotic and individualistic. Because something I've noticed about you and something I've noticed about a lot of people here is that um, their culture sort of impacted the way and how they approach people. Mm -hmm. And they sort of, the way, like they know how to speak with people and know how to get opportunities without being so robotic in like what you learn. Because to be honest, like you can go to as many workshops like to perfect your pitch. You can go to as many resume building workshops. But if you don't know how to connect with someone, how to be empathetic with somebody, 
or how to lead a group without thinking about empathy, mm-hmm. especially people in, in technology. Like, if you don't have that, then you can't. You oh, can't yeah. even. You can't even do anything. So I want to start off. I like, agree. how did, how did you get so many of the opportunities that you that you have gotten? Because you have two internships already. Yes, and um, you're also a a, a national National Science Foundation scholar. Yes, and you're also the president. Like, how do you, how do you get all of these? <laughs> Fortune. We'll, <laughs> well, my last name is Fortune. Yeah. So like naturally I'm gonna have good fortune. But in all seriousness, mm-hmm. when I first started out in tech, I I like we know the memes. Like everyone thinks that the computer science majors are they're usually shy, they're to nerdy. themselves, nerdy, um, a little bit like awkward, and I'm not that. <laughs> I literally <laughs> I'm not that like most of my CS classes like Mm -hmm. you can spot me out like that I'll be wearing neon pink a skirt and my makeup will be like I'll have crazy eyeliner on I'll just I it's I do it for fun it's a hobby yeah um, (laughs) um so like I think what contributed to me um having good fortune is just um not being so afraid of rejection and I Mm -hmm. realized that um, what I've observed with like a lot of other people in this field, um, they are very, I think it's like fear driven, I think. Yeah. Like when we go, like when we watch the videos on YouTube, like mm-hmm. we're only taught one path. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. One way to like getting the the computer, like the job, mm-hmm. like um, you just do leak code, you study, you go to a workshop, you practice your technical interviews Mm -hmm. and then you get an opportunity and I feel like that way is so linear yeah so I kind of developed like a strategy of like expanding my options like I Mm -hmm. kind of went into this field like I'm gonna try everything and Mm -hmm. see what sticks Mm -hmm. um and along the way I'll meet people I'll make connections at the end of the day like I love making friends I love Mm -hmm. meeting people because like I didn't even know if I was going to stay in tech. I was like, wow. if I didn't like it, I could just switch my major. Back and to even, healthcare. Back to healthcare. Yeah. If I didn't, if I couldn't switch it, I could just graduate and then go back and get another degree. Or like, there, like you have to kind of see like the bigger picture and see that like you have options, mm-hmm. um, and just be willing to try something. Yeah. So I think, in addition to not really fearing like rejection. Um, I think just getting to know people, because when I go to, mm-hmm. like, career fairs, I like to watch other people talk to recruiters, and sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, like, it's so sad, because yeah. it's like, they don't talk to them like they're people. No. They talk, they see, like, we were talking about this. Yeah. They, t- they see the title, and, like, you can tell, like, it's the same questions. It's like, mm-hmm. um, it'll be like, um, what's the pay like? Um, what do I do? Basically, they'll ask, like, what do I do to get, like, the yeah. opportunity? And it's. like it's like a game it's like a game they see it as a like a there's actually a book about it i i i was gonna mention this but there's a book about finite games and infinite games Mm -hmm. so when you look at something from a finite game perspective like let's say you're 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 joey right and he's just he's just he just wants to get a big job right Mm -hmm. he'll see getting the big job as a finite game like Mm -hmm. the end goal is just to get the job to get yeah. that offer. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Joey, our <laughs> contestant for the day, and he is here to get that offer. Are you guys ready? 
And so he goes through the different loops of the different challenges and the in the and, and everything. And then he just sees as every single thing as a different level to yeah. to get to that end goal, to get oh, to yeah. the prize. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at when you look at see like that, you don't see like the people who are making the decisions for you, you don't mm-hmm. see them as as um, you know, as people. You see them as a stop. Yeah. Or a challenge inside the level of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And Mm -hmm. I think when I was like when I was first starting out, Mm -hmm. that terrified me. I was like, I could I literally would like sometimes cry, like, I don't know if I can deal with it. Because like, A, there's not many people like me in IT. Mm -hmm. Um I I wouldn't say like I for me, I don't see myself like, I, I value my life, my mm-hmm. hobbies, like, my personal growth. I'm a very big mental health person. I journal. I do the whole thing. I just couldn't see myself living a healthy life and, like, losing sleep over, like, leak code. Like, when I'm in, like, classes sometimes, like, I'll overhear other people talking, like, oh, I did 10 hours of leak code. I couldn't – I didn't sleep last night. I slept at, like, 5 a.m. And I was like, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And, like – I think a lot of, like, the grind set. It, yeah, the hustle bro. The hustle, the, the bro, hustle bro culture. And it used to overwhelm me. And then mm-hmm. I, like, one day I was, like, watching a video, and I was, like, this is a man. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so serious. Like, I'm not saying it in, like, a, in, like, a thing. But I'm, like, I'm listening. I, I can't take advice from a man. Because, like. <laughs> I'm not a man. I'm not a man. Like, it's, like, it's, it's like, and I don't say it, like, um. And I, I'm not saying it in a way of, like, enforcing gender norms. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it in a way. But it's, like, those, a lot of, like, the practices, like, the hustle culture, like, mm-hmm. for, like, women, like, who, women who are, like, women who get stressed, like, they're prone to, like, um, hormonal imbalances. Mm-hmm. Like, our bodies are different. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm sorry, like, a six-figure job is not worth me, like, my, like my health like my, I don't yeah. want to like sacrifice my health and my overall mental well-being because I've been there like I've been the grinder I've been up since 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I was in the worst shape of my life I was the unhappiest I've ever been mm-hmm. like it was just not something that I could have done mm-hmm. so what I did I'm a very much like a think smarter not harder kind of person mm-hmm. so like um the role that's marketed to most IT and computer science majors is software engineering yes. like just like everyone wants to be a software engineer and Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but like it's it's a good paying role like I understand why everyone want to be a software engineer but like I kind of developed the mindset of like I could be something else but like I could probably make that same salary or higher if Mm -hmm. I just get really good at it Mm -hmm. so I like went into databases I learned about databases I learned about um Sorry, I'm like, I blinked. I went into databases. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. I was thinking about something else, but yeah. I um, started learning about databases, and that's how I got my first internship mm-hmm. because I know most people, you have to like see like what most people are doing mm-hmm. and see how to like stand out. That's mm-hmm. also part of like getting those opportunities. Like you have to be willing to stand out because mm-hmm. um, in interviews and like what I've observed is that like some people like will mention like their hobbies, and it's like, oh, I like to build computers. I like to code for fun. And it's, I like, in my interviews, I like showing the recruiters that I'm a human, too. Like, yeah. I have, ho- like, my whole life isn't this. Like, I have a life yeah. outside of this. I'm working to live, not living to work. Yeah. I want to learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And 
that's another thing. Like, I feel like there's pressure to know everything. Yeah. Because it's so fierce. Like, the competition is so fierce. It really is. So, like, everyone wants to know everything. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of takes the humanity out of, like, them. Yes. And when they go, like, an interview, they're not really showing up as themselves. They're showing up as an employee. They're showing up as, like, they're not showing, they're just not showing up as a person. And I think in like communication if you're not being authentic like people can sense that yeah and they don't really trust you as much because it's like yeah. you're putting on a front and I don't like putting on a front I like I believe in just like highlighting the best qualities of myself mm-hmm. and like tying it to what I can contribute to that role specifically yeah. I hope that made sense yeah <laughs> and it, it, it goes to show that this is not only for you know job hunting this is if if you want to start your own software business you can't just look at people like oh you're gonna be doing this and you're gonna be a part of this and i just want to talk to you because you have a lot of money you're a venture capitalist and so i'm just gonna talk with you about a lot of money so what you're saying right now could be applied to any Any of that any field and what you you actually mentioned the second part of what i was going to say the infinite game Mm -hmm. where when infinite game is like every single time you do something every obstacle is like you learn something from it Mm -hmm. so everything that you do you take it as a learning lesson yeah and not as an obstacle to get to the prize of a game yeah that's that's what it is yeah i agree like Mm because like i think having like the prize I always knew that, like, if I were to get there, there's a chance that I might not like it. So, Mm -hmm. like, why not take an approach where I'm gaining something every Mm -hmm. step of the way and I'm, I'm, like, learning something that I can apply Mm -hmm. to, like, all areas of my life? Because if I were to take the traditional route, um, neglect my relationships with my friends, my family, Mm -hmm. um, just, like, neglect my health, and, like, yeah, like, I'd probably, like, get the role Mm -hmm. but then I'd get there and I wouldn't have like the people that I love most I wouldn't have um the hobbies that I have now like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have what I have now so I just think that I don't like I always like tell myself there's more to life like there's more to life so like that's what I'm saying it's more to life like so and like and it's crazy because like I realize like when I see other people they get rejected from like these companies they take it so hard like there's a there's a it's a it's a psychology yeah like sometimes I just think about it it's like this these companies sometimes all it is is they just have really good marketing. Yeah. And you see, and the thing with Gen Z is like, we grew up with the technology. So mm-hmm. we see that every single day. Yeah. So for us, it's like, oh, this is God. Yes. But that is, it's not God. It's, it's not. It's, it's just, just the, com- it's just it the looks company. It's like. just a company with a lot of money. Uh, I was, I, like, the thing about like big companies is like, after you get like any sort of opportunity with them, everything else just feels like, Oh, they're just humans. Like, yeah. I remember when I was in Grace Hopper, I got a scholarship from Google <laughs> to attend the conference, and they gave me a stipend to eat food, mm-hmm. have a hotel, travel, everything, all everything galore. Oh, period. Period. I love to hear it. <laughs> I love to see it. You know, and the thing is, is like my badge. It said Google, and so like I, I didn't put I was a student because I thought. I was supposed to put so like my badge it said Google yeah and people thought I was a recruiter or like a mm. representative of some sort so then sometimes some of the attendees they would come up to me and they would ask me questions and they would be so interested there was even this one girl from like Columbia University and she Whoa. was just talking to me and giving me her pitch and I was just like I didn't even say <laughs> I was a student I just pointed I just pointed her like hey I'm on my break just go to the <laughs> I didn't say like I didn't say I'm on my break, but I just say like, hey, this the booth is over there, mm-hmm. and like, 
even some other recruiters from other companies, I won't I won't say like who, but like some other big companies, they told me like, oh girl, take off your badge because then the attendees are gonna harass you oh, yeah. if you keep it on. And that's what the, rec- the those recruiters were telling me. Oh my gosh! And so then, and then sometimes I would have there was this one recruiter where I, I they, they did a big line, and then at, at at the end of the line, not the end of the line, but like once I got to the front, I didn't even tell her my pitch. I was just like, "How are you doing? Do you need a glass of water?" And she was just like, "Oh, it's, it's kind of like because she had a script yeah. the whole time." And, that kind of like she's like oh okay grace hopper yes. opened my eyes yes grace hopper because i have a similar experience yeah too. wait but let me oh yeah, let me finish. Fin- yeah let me finish and then afterwards we just had a normal conversation about being latina whatever mm-hmm. and then she texted me on linkedin like a, a few minutes after i leave she's like hey i have something for you and she gave me a, a gift card from her company and I, and I was just like this is so sweet that's so sweet and i, I think because that ex- Grace Hopper 2023 was its own thing. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people did not have situational awareness. Mm-hmm. So there is a time and place to be, you know, professional, pitch oh, yourself. Yeah. But in that situation where there was so many people, you would have to understand oh, that yeah. by that point, recruiters already have heard 300 pitches. So far, for you saying a pitch, it wasn't going to help you anyways. Yeah. But by connecting with them and just breaking that script, breaking the, you know, the game mode. Yeah. She she just felt like oh my god I just like she she felt like I just love your energy I d- honestly just like text me whatever you need I can help you with your resume anything That's so nice. and I'm just like wow I didn't have to sacrifice myself I didn't have to you know think I, I didn't I didn't have to like and it was a woman too so I oh, didn't yeah. have to approach it like a like a guy mm-hmm. I just did it like my own way yeah yeah and it and it just it's it's sort of like Connecting with her on on that level helped me more than all of the 500 workshops I've done in the past. Yeah, honestly, I agree. I think a part of it of why like it's been a lot easier for me to get opportunities Mm -hmm. is because I have an identity outside of my degree. I have an identity outside of what I have to offer a workplace. Mm -hmm. And I think sadly, like a lot of people in this field don't have an identity outside of that. Mm -hmm. And I understand because like some people need that, like some people need to provide for their families and they need to like, it can be, it's like probably like life or death for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that it's, it can be harmful because Mm -hmm. like, Another eye-opening moment was during, like, the huge, the layoffs, the tech layoffs that went on, and it, like, solidified to me that, like, at the end of the day, like, there's no guarantee that even if you get the role, like, there's no security in that, Mm -hmm. so you need something to, like, fall back on, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's another hobby, if you're, like, fortunate to have that financial, like, Mm -hmm. cushion, and back to Grace Hopper, though. Yes. Um, I, Grace Hopper opened my eyes as well, because I got... Like, I was with a group of girls, and I got, like, a lot of offers. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, mm-hmm. I, I know you remember, like, the videos yes. of, like, the swarming and, like, the fact that there's so many men there. Yeah. And, like, people were just in this headspace of, like, fear, negativity. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's going to be hard to get an offer because there's so much competition. There's a lot of men this year who are probably more qualified. They felt that they weren't going to get an opportunity. Some of them just straight up didn't even go because mm-hmm. it was just so, like, it was overwhelming, which I don't blame them. Yeah. Girl, I left one day to go to Universal. <laughs> <laughs> I left the conference to go to Universal. Confession. <laughs> Yeah. But that, at that point, it was, like, towards the end, and I had gotten, like, what I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of hearing all these things about, like, the competition and the men, I was, like, I'm just grateful to be here. Like, yeah. not many people have the chance to go to Grace Hopper. Yeah. Like, even if, like, and it's, like, 
a lot of them were like, if I don't get an offer, then it's the end of the world. Like, if I don't get a job. I mean, there's so many ways you can get a job. There's so many ways to get a job. You have to, like, expand your options. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to, like... And also, the best connections are made at the bottom. Like, they think, like, networking with recruiters is going to help you. Like, it does help, but I feel like it's better to be... Mm-hmm. connected and have a network of peers like mm-hmm. we're all in the same place yeah because it's like i know where i'm gonna be like i know someone else is gonna need help and if wherever they're gonna be like we can help each other you know what i'm saying yeah. like you always have that but um instead of like hearing all that and seeing all that like the videos like it didn't scare me because i was like i'm grateful to be here i'm just gonna meet as many people like i'm here girl i'm here to make friends like yeah, I, i'm here to learn i'm here to, I'm here to have fun like mm-hmm. i think having fun is also another part of why it's been a little easier to like get mm-hmm. opportunities because it's like instead of approaching it of like what if i get rejected yeah what if they think i'm stupid what if i'm not smart enough i'm mm-hmm. like this is for fun yeah <laughs> i'm having fun yeah, <laughs> we're still young we're st- I'm young. Not, that's we're, what i'm saying it's like, not, there's not a lot we're not we don't have five kids that's what i'm saying yeah. like we have like fortunate like we're young enough that we can like risk more yeah so like when i go to career fairs i'm not going to career fairs like at first i used to be anxious but i used to be like let's see what happens like let's see who i meet let's see what i learn from somebody like Mm -hmm. like let's see what happens so like grace hopper when i was like constantly affirming to myself that like i also listen to a lot of affirmations but i was affirming (laughs) to myself that like i'm confident i'm having fun i'm glad to be here i would just like start conversations with people and Mm -hmm. i would talk to them and like i was just getting like offers left and right and i was like whoa and also Mm -hmm. um on the last day i was satisfied and i didn't want to be like i'm not like a i'm not an overachiever mm-hmm. in the sense of like i need to collect as many offers as possible like i was happy with enough like i had enough offers that i was like happy like i can work with this like mm-hmm. this is what i was looking for this is like more than what i was looking for mm-hmm. let's see where it goes from here mm-hmm. um uh but i was just talking to a lady at like the booth because i was like drained exhausted and i just wanted to talk to someone and we just started talking i went on a rant about gluten-free pizza and how it's <laughs> evolved over the years and she stops and she's like this is the first time all weekend that someone's talked to me like a human being wow my heart shattered wow. uh my heart literally shattered because i was like wow it's been three days and no one's talked to you like a person and like i didn't even want her to like offer me anything i didn't even ask her for anything like i wasn't i just wanted to talk oh girl was chill she -hmm. was so nice and like hearing that was just so like sad to me yeah and it really did open my eyes so i it kind of like helped me like be more comfortable in taking my approach to like finding opportunities like Mm -hmm. um some people could say that it's a little bit lax it's not like Mm. but again like i'm gonna mention like i feel like as a black woman i'm expected to be strong and like always fight and like when i'm suffering like Mm -hmm. i'm applauded for my resilience and i'm i'm rejecting that like i'm rejecting (laughs) that narrative Mm -hmm. i don't like i think it's okay to quit especially as a black woman if there are any black women watching it you can quit girl you don't need you, to be strong. You don't need to be strong. You can <laughs> like, be a dainty. You can be a dainty you feminine can be little girl. Feminine. Oh my god! I, I like it, it's because the thing is, we're fighting with. I I wanted to say this because mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier for us as Black women to be empathetic towards people because yeah. for us, people already have titles and speculations even before we even say a word. Yeah, they already have a list of things like, oh, she's probably this, she's probably that, yeah. she's probably that, she's probably that. So for us, it's easier for us to see people outside of titles, mm-hmm. accolades, oh, what yeah. they do. Because for us, it's like people already 
like we already know what it's like for yeah. someone to treat you not as a human being and it's not fair and it's not fair and so yeah. i think giving that opportunity to somebody else like hey i see you yeah and I, I know i i see you yeah and, and and like when you have when you can do that with somebody you you'll be surprised at how many people you can connect with and how many yeah. opportunities that can open up to you oh of course yeah of course i think it's it's helped me a lot in the workplace because i realized that some people like some people don't see the world that i the way i see it yeah and like i like that like i know like so that's why when i go into like my interviews like the anxiety is kind of gone because it's like I have my own set of experiences. I know that I bring valuable insight and I don't see the world that ever, I don't see the world the way that many other people see the world. And especially as a black woman, because there's not many like me in the field. Yeah. I think I don't feel as anxious going into like, like looking for opportunities or like getting rejected from opportunities. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's not a reflection of like, mm-hmm. my, it's not an, an inflection of my inadequacy. Mm. It's probably cause I'm just not a fit for the company That's or it. I'm just not, what they need at the time and that's okay because there's other opportunities it's ha- it's all about having an abundance mindset yes. and not a scarcity mindset you know what i'm saying like yeah i see you girls but i was literally gonna say it's that an right abundance now. mindset having thing. a but like yeah because after you get a like after you get the first one you always you it, yeah it, it starts to snowball like i felt oh, yeah. it snowballed for me and then now i'm just like i get to pick Exactly. I, get, I actually get invited to apply to places. Really? Yeah. Period. I like, love to hear. At it. this point, it's like it's gotten to to the point where now it's like you you attract people oh, yes. once you are abundant, mm-hmm. and you also don't see people as a means to an end, oh, just yes. like a step along the way, so I can learn more. Yeah. And and that can help you so much, whether you're either trying to get a job somewhere, mm-hmm. trying to be a fit, work for someone else, or if you want to work for yourself and build your own thing mm-hmm. and not see people as a mere... Uh, you got to see people as people because at the end of the oh, day, yeah. we have that sort of, you know, that tribal... Yeah. That tribal thing of the connection. C- yeah. My tribe, my people. Like, at the in their head, it might be like... In in your it's not just like oh this is just my job but like it's like are, you, are can I trust you yeah can I trust you and there's so many benefits to it really mm-hmm. I th- yeah that attitude is what like was like the main challenge that I have with IT because the competitiveness is just mm-hmm. so like I'm not a competitive person like I don't and especially like being a woman like a black woman in the field I don't feel the need to compete with men. I don't feel like I should compete with men. Why would I compete with men, <laughs> viewers? Why would I compete? Like, I just feel like it's not, like, it just doesn't feel like, it's obviously, like, there's, like, um, systemic, yeah, like, we already know. Yeah. We already know that. So, like, we know that there's, like, disadvantages from yeah. being, like, in certain backgrounds and stuff like that. So, like, I'm not trying to compete with men because I already know the playing field's not even. So why not use what I have to my advantage to get myself ahead? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Leverage your strength. Like leveraging my strength. You, like you don't like, have to assimilate. You you can be yourself. Exactly. Like th- th- there's a misconception that you can't be yourself. That you yeah. can't be loud. You can't be this. You can't be charismatic. That that's that's too much. You gotta be oh, more yeah. quiet. You gotta be. Um, no, yeah, and I I see it a lot too yeah. because like people sometimes people get confused as to like how I've gotten opportunities. Cause like I'm not the stereotypical like if you think of someone who's had like 
two internships, you think that they were like a shut in, a nerd. Like mm -hmm. they're not. No, girl, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> like you can do it all. Yeah. You can do it all. <laughs> you can do it all in a little bit. <laughs> exactly. You can do it all. And it's also like I think another thing that like when you sometimes when you go to like women in tech panels or like you listen mm -hmm. to women talk about tech, a lot of it. And I this is my like I wouldn't say it's a controversial take, but it's like an alternate alternative take because I think the main message that a lot of like young women in STEM get is that you're just as smart as men. Like and it's kind of putting us in the position to prove ourselves. Yeah. Prove ourselves worthy of these same opportunities of men. Yes. Where it's like you don't have to like, like that's you have to what, go above that, and beyond. Exactly. And be like star, that's what I'm saying. Like just to get like a smidgen. It's that's something. what I'm saying. And it's like <laughs> I being in like the proving energy sets you back because you're yes. not you're not focusing on yourself. You're centering the other person's you're centering the male like ideal of what a hard worker is. You're centering um you're not centering yourself. You're yeah. not doing what's best for you because it's like I just want to prove that I'm just as good as you if not better. Mm -hmm. But like at the end of the day, once you prove yourself then what? Then what? then what? Then what? Like you what, did all of that for you, what? Exactly, you did all that for and what? And they didn't even notice. Exactly. They don't so care. You don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you're doing it for yourself because you're insecure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just don't. I just think that like sometimes like um we should tread lightly when we like empower young women yes. to go into STEM because yes. it's not about competing with men. Yes. We don't have to prove that we're just as smart as men. Yes. Like we don't have to be in the position of always proving ourselves because yes. then you're gonna be in like. If I was in that like position, then I would have been miserable. Like I would have quit IT because I, girl, what? <laughs> Why? No, what? No, I'm not doing no. that. Like that's gross. And it's like being a woman. Like you bring certain things yes. that sometimes a man can't. A man can't do. Like mm -hmm. women on average, like we're more empathetic. Where we sometimes like value connection more mm -hmm. than like technical skills. And in the workplace, like that can be a little bit like unhealthy. Mm -hmm. That's that. It's a little bit like. It's, I think it's unhealthy for men and women, like, mm -hmm. in general. But I think having, like, a place where we know what, like, both, like, party, like, what everyone brings to the table. Not, I, I'm speaking in binary terms because I don't, I can't speak for, like, people who are, like, outside of that. Mm -hmm. But, like, it helps to, like, have people from all backgrounds because, like, it's just not, like, we just, I feel like, yeah. We just shouldn't center, like, the male ideal of what the ideal candidate is in tech. Yeah, because... And I think that's where a lot of women go wrong with, like, in, like, computer science and IT. Yeah, because when you're building software, you're building products, when you have to think of your user, and your user is not just, like, depending on who your user is, mm -hmm. like, they're, they're probably, if you're building a global product, from for example, you're going to have users from all over the world, mm -hmm. people who use things for different things like you have to think about like oh what if my user is a, is a woman what if it's a pregnant woman yeah. what would be the use case for this or like oh what if they live in an area that has a bad connection like in Haiti yeah. or DR how can we make sure that we have the, cer the certain type of technologies that it oh, won't yeah. that will that will be most optimal for that for that area or like mm -hmm. how can we how can we solve sort of like the technological um, problems that there are in certain areas of the world or certain people might use this um, software for this or or they might use this software for that but if you don't have anybody on your team who has the experience and also has the experience of being a woman of being a black mm -hmm. woman then your product is not gonna go well with yeah. that demographic True. like if you have a demographic of certain type of people and you don't have the the users 
that you want in your company or or your business it's not going to work out mm-hmm. like it's like software engineering i feel like people think it's just i'm just going to work on jira tickets all day yeah it's not just that i hear a lot of people say that yeah. they're like i want to be a software engineer because i don't have to deal with people all day yeah i'll just do jira tickets and it's just yeah. way more than that and it's way more than that like it's more way more than that also like for your like your own well-being like it's isolating like why would you not want to work with people i understand some people like don't like being around people all the time mm-hmm. but it's also like a lot of us are gonna spend most of our lives working in an office like and i can't say that it's completely healthy to avoid people in general mm-hmm. and that's why like in tech a lot of people neglect those soft skills and they mm-hmm. neglect those interpersonal skills because they don't think that it's useful for that role like they think yes. i need to be the best coder and that's enough yeah and it's like you can be the best coder in the world but you can be a pain in the bleep to do it. Like, <laughs> you can literally can be a pain to work with and sometimes like having someone on the team that's just not like a good person or not a nice mm-hmm. person can affect everyone's workload and that can like it can affect it's like a domino effect like it can affect everyone and like some people can contribute to an unhealthy work environment Mm -hmm. and i've like i've experienced like unhealthy work environments and like my job itself wasn't bad but it was the people i was working with Mm. that didn't like i couldn't perform the best because i'm like already stressed about like Mm other things like oh what do they think of me like I don't care no more I don't care what anyone thinks about me anymore <laughs> but like you know me I was free a young yourself. girl that's what I'm saying like I'm free but like it can affect people like you know yes. what I'm saying so it's like um I think when I go into jobs like I know that I value like I want to bring value to the company and also want to bring value to the people that I'm working with mm-hmm. if I'm going to spend most of my time with you every week you know what I'm saying yeah. and it's could be mutual benefit because I love making people happy yeah. I it used to be people pleasing, but you know, I feel, but like, yeah. I like, um, uplifting people. I like helping people. Like mm-hmm. when I got my first internship, like as soon as I got back to school, like I wanted to like help people get internships. I wanted to like send them like stuff to apply to. Yeah. I would take, I would drag my friends to career fairs. I'm like, <laughs> you have to come to this career fair with me. Yes. I'm going to fix your resume. Like I like helping people. Yeah. So like, it's all about like, I just think that the benefit it's like i think yeah exactly like my i would say that i'm more strong like i would say that like i want to improve like my technical skills more and i consider myself a technical person but i think my expertise is more in like the soft skills mm-hmm. and communicating with people because mm-hmm. communication is also a really big aspect of it because some mm-hmm. people don't have um the emotional intelligence to describe what they're feeling they don't mm-hmm. have the language or sometimes they're just not comfortable expressing yes. or saying or they're shy they're shy laurie <laughs> i think today we learned about a lot about how being human-centric with your approach to getting opportunities whether that's getting a job or starting a business and how connecting with people not titles mm-hmm. is more important to getting to where you want to be because at the end yeah. of the day you're going to spend a lot of time either at work or building your own things yeah. and the last thing you want to be is individualistic robotic yeah and non-confrontational that's the yeah. last thing you want and that's so a miserable existence. thank you so much Lori, for coming to thank the podcast today me. this was really insightful this was good Lori, is there any way that people can reach you pick your brain a little bit um the best way to reach me um you can find me on linkedin Lori fortune l-a-u-r-i-e 
fortune like fortune cookie anything that you would like to promote i'd like to promote gdsc um if you're watching this and you go to fiu we are currently taking core team positions if you're interested in joining the core team um i highly advise that you join it was actually one of the most life-changing opportunities that i've gotten in college and it actually changed the trajectory of my life um so yeah, there's a bunch of spots available. We're rebuilding GDSC and I want a lot of new young talent on the team because I think everyone has something to contribute. So what's the Instagram again? The Instagram is GDSCFIU. Um and yeah. That's we, it. Yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you, Lori. <laughs> Thank you so this much for watching. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>